So we have to take some of our income and turn it into capital. If we have a job where we're making $1,000 a week, $500 a week, that is income. The moment where you take that $1,000 and you say, okay, 10%, I'm going to put it into the, a jar mm-hmm. and we're going to label it capital. That $100 out of 1000 from your income is now capital. Mm-hmm. Over a 10-week period, that jar is going to grow to $1,000. Mm-hmm. That $1,000 you can buy a camera with that's going to make you money. Or that $1,000 you can buy apparel to sell or whatever. So mm-hmm. you have to take part of your income and turn it into capital. So did you have any formula of turning your income into capital? Do I now? No, did you? I'm talking about like while you were working a job, taking some of the income. Oh, for sure. And targeting it as capital. Yeah. Um, so when I was working and I had my clothing store, I'd take some of this is after I lost everything and I was working really off of my eleven dollar an hour, something like that income. I would take I was living with my mom at this time and we I wrote out a list of everything that we needed to start the clothing mm-hmm. store. And whatever I had left from my paycheck my income, I would look if it's $50, what on this list can I get with that $50? And so we'd order like, you know, clothes, wholesale, things like that. And we turn those things into um, the money that we need. So we put that money aside until we're able Mm -hmm. to buy what what we needed for our store. And then once we bought those things that we needed for our store, we then turn those into a profit. For sure. So most people there, you want to be an investor or you want to start something. But it's almost like, say there's a camera, a good camera, what, three to $2,000 with a lens, a thousand, let's just say. If you make $4,000 a month, where are you going to get $3,000 to buy a camera? Bit by bit. Piece by piece. Piece by piece. But because all of the money goes into one account, your income is your income. But as soon as you create some sort of separation, your income becomes now capital. This mm-hmm. is like your capital investment, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the first thing you have to deploy is figuring out a way to create separation. I don't care if it's a, a 20%, 30%, 10%. That's what I did when I came home and I, it was easier for me. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it was easier. <clears throat> it was easier for me because I'll come home with tips from the Cheesecake Factory. I have $200, right? Mm-hmm. Why did I camera moving like that? Wait, straight, it's that one actually. Um, but I'll, let's say I make $200 from my, my tips for the day. Mm-hmm. I'll take 10% and put it into like this little envelope. Well, out of $200, it's just $20. I'll take another 10% and I'll, I'll put it in an envelope for a tithe. I'll right. put another envelope, 10% <clears throat> into savings. Mm-hmm. So now I got these three envelopes mm-hmm. out of the $200. I'm now missing 60. But I'm living or working off $140. What's interesting is once I started making this separation, it didn't seem like I was losing anything. I was talking to a guy earlier today and he said, yo, I am really bad with, he said, I'm about to have an influx of money and I'm bad with influxes of money because Mm. if I have a bunch of money, it will soon be gone. Mm-hmm. But if you start separating, now the amount that you have is the amount that you will soon lose, spend, whatever, yeah. but you still have these other little buckets growing. Yeah. So from a from an individual who is employees perspective, that's like 
creating these buckets using your envelopes. I did that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a business owner's perspective, it sounds a lot like the profit first model, mm-hmm. which is what I do in my business. Um, because what most business owners do, ex- especially people who are just getting started, you take all your money and you put it in one account and you leave it there. And then you have expenses come and you're living out of that money, right? You're paying your personal bills out of that money. You're paying your business bills, your payroll, anything, your systems and everything. And then when you need, uh, when you need that camera, mm-hmm. you've overspent or you don't have the money or when you have to pay taxes, you don't have the money. And so it's really important to have those accounts set up. I recommend the book. Uh, we're talking about Richest Man of Babylon. I also recommend Profit First for people who need to know how to distribute your money as an entrepreneur 100%. as well, because you'll have like a, a what you'll call a savings account or a profit account where you determine what that profit account is used for. So you may want to take your profits and allocate it to investments, yeah. right? And so you know that if you're taking 20% of the revenue that you bring in, each month, I do it on the 1st and the 15th. But if you take 20% of what you're bringing in total and you just have it growing, whether you use it this month or not, you just have it growing in that account when it's time to buy an investment property. Or It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today told from a unique black perspective from bobby smurda to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths i listen and i'm enjoying these conversations that are for us by us black representation again it hasn't always been uh shared from our perspective and black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of america's story Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
with NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. That camera or you want to do something nice for yourself, you know that this is how much money you clearly have available. Um not to play with, but to use at your disposal, like however yeah. you want to use it. Let me tell you what happens more often than not. And I'm sure you'll be able to attest to this. Let's say the camera's 2000. We need a thousand for a lens is $3,000 over a year or so, or six months you've been saving and you need this $3,000. You're going to get to about $2,100 and you know, what's going to happen. Mm. Your tire's going to blow out mm. or Something that is extremely important where you just have to spend this money that you had in this capital jar. Yeah. You're going to have to spend it. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is if you didn't have this capital jar, you just figure it out or you'll go without the thing or you'll get a friend to drive you to work or something like that because you're tired. Something is going to happen where you're going to have to dig into this account. Mm hmm. Now we have to exercise discipline. Now we have to exercise discipline, but also even more strategy. So I I guess you're talking to the person who's not an entrepreneur yet. For sure. But I am hearing it as an entrepreneur and what you need to be doing as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So to get started, you're an individual, you are employed. And I mean, when I tell you these envelopes help. Oh, man. These envelopes help. So get your envelopes, guys. Get your envelope and mark them for tithes. Mark them. You know, right now it just might be savings, but determine what that savings is for. Um, You might have an envelope for like, you know, your fun, the thing. And that's a real thing, like mm-hmm. how much you're able to spend because you don't want to take your fun money out of your savings money. Yeah. Right. You want to have an envelope that says this is how much I can spend this month on food and entertainment and all those things. Whatever those categories are in your envelope for bills and things like that. Um, Then, as David was saying, once you have that one envelope, that's your envelope that you're going to turn into capital. Now you're going to use that and you're going to turn it into something that will yield you more money. Right. Mm -hmm. This is the money that you multiply. Now you're in business. So now as a business owner, we're following the profit first model. We're not dealing with envelopes. We're now dealing with bank accounts. They're still labeled the same way, though. So as you're as a business owner, you know, what's your operating account, what's your tax account, your profit account and the account in which you pay yourself to that goes to your personal account. So for me, I have from my business account, I have a portion that goes into my personal account, but it can't stop there. 
because I like to travel. I like to eat. I like to shop. I like to just give money. And so I have broken down my personal account now into almost like a profit first kind of personal account, making sure that I still have enough money to take care of my personal life, but also what putting money aside in savings for personal investments, things that won't go in the business name. Like you got to break that part down too. So you really know, Um, but also like for emergencies. So when, if a tire goes out, if a car has to go into the shop unexpectedly and there's a large bill that needs to be paid, it's not coming from that savings money that I collected from my business. It's Mm -hmm. coming strictly from my personal account because I divvy up I pay myself payroll and I divvy that up now too. That is something that I just started this year though, because I noticed like um, I've always, I pay myself in my personal account period, but now divvying that money up is really, really, it makes it really, really clear to see where you're spending money very quickly and how quickly you're draining a certain portion of your money and what you're leveraging it too. And I just kind of had these accounts that I needed to make a decision on, like, do I close these accounts, blah, blah, blah. But it was the history with these accounts. I'm like, I don't want to lose that banking history. So I just said, oh, I'll make it this. And then it just kind of like snapped to me, like, you need to do, you need to apply the same kind of logic that you do with your business accounts to your personal account. 100%. Mm-hmm. So after we take that income and we allocate some to capital, we want to take that capital and deploy it into enterprise, meaning start a business. Start a but business. before we invest in the thing that we're going to invest in through this journey, you should be investing in yourself for sure. First. Because someone actually asked the question, okay, I've got money and I want to invest the money into something that's going to make me more money. And there was a lot of answers thrown around. Okay, you can invest in this, you can invest in that. But I think the first thing, and it's going to sound very cliche, you know what my answer is going to be? Personal development. Invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. Investing your ability to invest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then just investing in the investment. Because if you don't know anything about the investment, if you don't know how the process of like saving us money for, to get a camera, you should be investing at least time into like, understanding how to get clients when you get this camera or understanding how to be a good photographer, even before you get it, start hanging around and you might have to take some of that capital and invest it in education Mm -hmm. because that's going to be just as important as getting the thing. This is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer. He hears things differently to the untrained ear. Everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 